Welcome to Liquid Church Media. The message you're about to enjoy was originally delivered live at Liquid Church by Pastor Tim Lucas. For more content, log on to liquidchurch.com or visit one of our campuses in the New Jersey metro area. Liquidchurch.com, where truth is relevant and grace wins. At Liquid, we have three core values. Grace wins. Truth is relevant. Church is fun. Our updated vision as a church is to saturate the state with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I've learned one thing about Liquidites over the years. You are generous. Whenever there has been a need, our church, you have stepped up to the plate, and I thank God for you. Welcome to Rwanda, land of a thousand hills. God's grace is for everyone in this room. Jesus is not looking for church people who are perfect. He accepts anybody with a past. All right, well, hey, good afternoon, everybody. I want to welcome you. My name's Tim. I'm one of the pastors here at Liquid Church, and I am thrilled that you made time to be here today because we're celebrating the one-year anniversary of our Saturate Vision campaign. Uh, I was really looking forward to today because today I kind of get you to give a, a behind-the-scenes glimpse at what the Holy Spirit's been doing at your church over the last 12 months. We're going to take a look kind of at the, the future of Liquid Church, not just like where we'll be in a year, but 10 years and 20 years from now as we pursue our God-given vision to saturate the state with the gospel of Jesus Christ. In fact, here's a picture I snapped this week on Tuesday. Uh, our team is installing the vision wall at our new building in Parsippany. Now, more about that in a minute. And if you're a first-time guest, just want to give you a heads up. Today's kind of unique. Uh, typically on Sundays, we'll usually take one Bible passage and unpack it and see what we can learn about how our faith applies to you know, everyday life. But today, I'm going to give you kind of a 30,000-foot view from the clouds of our church. And hopefully, you'll walk away with kind of a great feel for our church, like what we're passionate about, what we're giving ourselves to, and where we see God leading our church in the years to come. And then here's my prayer. I hope you're going to be inspired to get involved. Liquid is one church that meets in multiple locations, what we call campuses, and we have six of them around the state. So could you welcome with me all of our campuses joining us today via broadcast. Glad you guys are with us. Praise God for you. Now, if you guys remember, uh, last fall at this time, we launched our campaign with that name Saturate. You see the eight in it for a couple of reasons. Last year, we turned eight years old, so that was kind of new for us. But this Easter, we celebrated our ninth birthday with over 6,000 people worshiping Jesus on Easter weekend, which is pretty incredible. It's been a record-breaking year for your church. In fact, we had that weekend 682 people make first-time decisions for Jesus Christ, which is an incredible thing. That's the Spirit of God moving. That's what we're all about in, in, in our church is about. We want to see lives changed by Jesus Christ. Now, when I say our vision is to saturate the state of New Jersey with the gospel, gospel means, you know, good news, the news of uh, Jesus' life given and sacrifice for us, then raised from the dead, filled with the Holy Spirit. When we say saturate, if you look that word up, saturate, it actually says to soak thoroughly with liquid. You got it? Okay. And so we announced plans last year at this time to double our church's footprint from four current campuses to eight across the state, including the launch of our first urban campus. Finally, we also asked God to provide $8 million above and beyond our normal giving over the course of the next two years. And I am thrilled to report to you today that now that we are halfway through, we are exactly halfway with $4 million received uh, as of today. So thank you for your generosity. That's an incredible thing. And again, hey, if, by the way, if you're new, we're not after your money, okay? We're just thrilled you're here today, but you need to know you are sitting next to some of the most generous people on the planet, as you're going to see today. I mean, we are passionate about our vision to saturate the state, 
And the families here, we're willing to sacrifice our time, our treasure, to really reach people far from God over the next decade. And uh, I believe the best is yet to come. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you. Because of your generosity, guys, here's what's happening. Lives are being saved. Families strengthened. Marriages restored. And most importantly, the global poor are being served. Now, if you're sitting here and you're like, well, how do you saturate a state like New Jersey? Because it's, our state's very diverse, very densely populated. And as a younger church, yeah, we're forward thinking, but our game plan actually comes from a very ancient source, the book of Acts. So if you open your Bible or you flip in your phone to Acts chapter 1, I want to show you how the Holy Spirit is leading our church now and where we believe God is leading in the years to come. Again, if it's your first time, a couple things you should know. Um, we are a Christ-centered, Bible-based church. When I say Christ-centered, we're all about Jesus, right? Following him as our Lord and our Savior. But we're Bible-based. The Bible's our roadmap for ministry. To use football terms, think of the Bible kind of as our game plan, God's game plan for life in the 21st century. And here in Acts, what you're about to read are the last words of Jesus to his disciples before he returned to heaven. This actually takes place 40 days after the resurrection of Jesus. So he's died on the cross for the sins of mankind, and then he's conquered the grave, and he's actually risen from the dead. And so this is the ninth appearance to his disciples, his last words, final set of instructions before he returns to his Father in heaven. So let's read this, starting at verse 8. Here's what the scriptures say. Jesus said to his disciples, you will receive, what's the word here? Power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you'll be my witnesses. In other words, you're going to tell everybody about my life. Where? In Jerusalem, and then in all Judea and Samaria, and to the, everyone together, ends of the earth. And after he said this, he was turned to his Father in heaven. What's interesting to me is that just before Jesus returns to heaven, he gives his followers a game plan. He says, I want to show you guys my strategy for the growth and expansion of my church. And if you look closely, you'll see Jesus envisions it kind of like a water drop. You ever take like a pebble and you throw it into a pond? What happens? Kind of ripples out, right? And he says, it's going to be just like that, three concentric ripples. He says, first, you're going to start locally as my witnesses in Jerusalem. Jerusalem was the home base of the early Christians. It was the center city where the Holy Spirit first fell with power on them. But then it rippled out, he says, into Judea and Samaria. And these are counties in Israel. Judea is actually located south of Jerusalem. And then you have Samaria to the north. If you put them together, Judea and Samaria, they make up a strip of land roughly the size of New Jersey. That is contemporary Israel. But he said it won't stop there. It'll ripple out to ends of the earth. In other words, you will go from city to counties to entirely different continents. That was Jesus' game plan. Three concentric circles, wider and wider and wider. In a lot of ways, you could say it was his saturation strategy for letting the whole world know about his mission to seek and save lost people. And sure enough, that's what the rest of Acts is about. If you look in your Bible, the first seven chapters of Acts is the story of the gospel spreading through Jerusalem. It changes in chapter 8. All of a sudden, now, there's this regional reach to Judea and Samaria. And Acts chapter 9 through the end is about the good news of Jesus going to foreign countries from Asia to Greece and Italy, among others. Well, here's the deal, guys. 2,000 years later, Jesus' strategy in Acts is the inspiration for liquids saturate strategy here in New Jersey. Right now, we are in the midst of renovating a brand new broadcast campus in the city of Parsippany, New Jersey. We'll be relocating our Morristown congregation 10 minutes up the road, and this is going to serve as our hub of operations to reach surrounding counties for Christ over the next 20 years. Our vision is to have a regional reach across the Garden State, a campus in every county. There are 21 counties. And not just that, to the ends of the earth. Saturate has opened clean water missions on the continent of Africa as we build clean water wells to serve thirsty families in Rwanda. So today, I want to give you a progress report. The progress we're making, the hills we're taking, and the challenges we're facing. So you can see what the Holy Spirit has been doing in your church over the last 12 months as we follow the game plan of Jesus Christ. And to do that, I'm going to ask our ushers to come forward right now at all of our campuses. And they're going to give you a one-year anniversary progress report. 
Do you remember getting a progress report in, in school when you're like in middle school? I know some of you are like twitching a little bit there. You're like, oh no. So go ahead and I want you to take one for yourself, pass it to your neighbor, just pass it down. And it's going to be amazing because I'm not going to go over every detail. You can take this home and read through it when you have time in your leisure. But today, I want to spotlight for you the progress we're making in three key areas that God's called us to invest in. So if you take one, and when you have it, by the way, you can give, it a little, give yourself a little wave, right? It's getting hot in here. Woo! It's getting hot in here. No, I will not sing that, actually. As you wave and fan yourself, would you open up? Some of you got that. Uh, if you expand the progress report, you'll see we have highlighted our progress in three key areas. The first is campuses. At Liquid, we believe nothing produces new Christians like new campuses. And we are days away from launching campus number six on October 9th. And I've got big news to share with you guys about our new broadcast campus under construction. The second, you'll see compassion, which is really the heart of our vision, Saturate is helping fund Liquid's ministry to the poorest of the poor in the tri-state area, feeding the homeless, and serving families with special needs. And then finally, last one, clean water. We are on the ground in Rwanda, helping them become the first country in the history of Africa with 100% saturation, 100% access to clean drinking water. That is their stated goal. So we have accomplished a lot over the past year in these three areas, and the goal line is in sight. Think of it this way. Guys, we're at the halfway mark. We started last fall, and the ball is on the 50-yard line. This campaign ends one year from now in fall 2017. So today, I'm going to give you a little behind-the-scenes update that I think is going to encourage you, and then I'm going to invite you to invest so we can take the ball across the goal line next fall. So let's start first here with campuses. I'm on the first panel here of your report, and you can see the progress we've made. Last October, we launched campus number five in Somerset County at Somerville Middle School under the leadership of Pastor John Cords. They have been doing a fantastic job, so let's say happy one-year birthday to them. Would you wish that? We're proud of you guys down there in Somerville. Praise God for you. We also relaunched Liquid Middlesex in a permanent home in Edison. So the days of kind of their, you know, church on a ro permanent road trip are behind us, and we thank God for Pastor Kyler and the Middlesex County crew. And of course, we are literally days away from the grand opening of campus number six in Garwood on October 9th. Now, again, you guys may not know, Garwood is our second rebirth of a historic church in Union County. This church had dwindled down to about 12 members in their 70s, and they did something pretty heroic. They voted to donate their building to Liquid, and it's our second free building, praise God. We have spent the past summer renovating it and it, restoring it. It's turned out beautiful. Let me give you a sneak peek inside. When we launch on October 9th, you're going to walk into the chapel, brand new and renewed. It looks incredible. And it really has a kind of chapel environment. And the cool part is you'll see, just as all of our campuses, it's got areas for new here. It even has its own cafe and kind of coffee bar area for people to connect. We have a lot of families in the Westfield Cranford area. So we have, you know, the nursery tiles. The family space looks gorgeous. And this is starting on October 9th. So again, if you live in central Jersey, I hope you will consider making the move to Garwood. Leave your campus with our blessing. We really want you to get in the ground floor of the work that God's going to do here on October 9th when we launch. Now, if you just look at our constellation of campuses, do you notice something? Most of them are in central Jersey in suburban settings. But if we're really going to saturate our state, we have to move to where the people are in our cities. So one of Saturate's goals is to launch our first urban campus in Jersey City. Now, Jersey City, okay, whoop, whoop, yep, Jersey City in the house. JC Chilltown. Here's something you may not know about this. Uh, Jersey City, literally, it's the second most racially diverse city in America. There is no dominant ethnic majority. It is literally 25% Latino, 25% black, 25% Asian, 25% white. And we, once we move into our broadcast campus, we will finally have the infrastructure to reach city dwellers for Christ. Because what happens is, when you take church closer to where people live, guess what? They invite their friends and lives get changed. Lives like Sabrina. Sabrina first came to Liquid one year ago. And little did she know her entire family would be transformed. This is their story. What made me realize I needed a savior, I needed God in my life was 
In my 20s, I really experimented with just every form of other religion that could possibly be out there. I realized that I was lost, very lost. And after having children, I had no way of giving them any kind of spiritual background or upbringing. When they diagnosed my son with autism, and they diagnosed my second son with ADHD, I said I gotta give them a sense of faith because if I leave this earth today, I left them with nothing. I was going through a tremendous amount of depression. I was tired, I was just lost. My children were overwhelming me. And my neighbor walked over and I know she could tell that I was down. And so one day she said, Sabrina, why don't you just come with me to Liquid? and you can get away for a little bit. And that's when I thought, ooh, free babysitting. I'm all for it. Anytime I can get by myself, we're good to go. I'm going. So I said, sure, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Liquid and see what they're about. The moment I walked into Liquid Church, I remember a sense of just belonging. The message for the day was, don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. You can be a part and you can come back in the lightness and walk in the eyes of the Lord. And I remember just sitting there going, is he talking to me? And I remember I started crying. And that's when I remember feeling that sense that somebody was hugging me. And I looked around and there was nobody there. So I definitely am gonna say that's the Holy Spirit hugging me and saying, you are home, you are welcome, you are here, and we want you here. When everything ended, I walked downstairs to go get my child, I remember going down the stairs and I had Armand by the hand and he goes, Mommy, do you know about Jesus Christ? And I'm like, well, yes, I do. But he goes, no, but I learned about this man named Jesus Christ. Did you know he can do anything? Mommy, he's a superhero. And I remember looking at him because he told me this child would never speak, that he would never understand the concept of God, Jesus, or any concept of religion at all because he was so rigid in his thinking. And he just looked at me and goes, Mommy, Jesus Christ could do anything. Can we come back to church again? And I remember I cried a little bit and I went, yes, we can come back to Liquid. That was it. I was sold and I made Jesus Christ my Lord and Savior because he spoke to me, not only through my child, but through everything I heard from the time I walked in the door to the time I picked him up to the time to now, walking through life. Because at that sense in time, I thought I was lost and I definitely have been found. We thank Sabrina for sharing her story. That is amazing. I never get tired of seeing that. Lives changed by Jesus Christ. That's what progress looks like, guys. Sabrina was actually baptized this past spring and by God's grace, we have now baptized 1,475 people in Jesus' name. That is incredible, guys. What a privilege. You I, we got to move the spotlight here. Understand something. That ain't something men and women can do. This is not something you manufacture in the flesh. This is how you know, actually, the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit fell on them. Because when you lift up Jesus Christ, he said, I'm going to draw all men to me. And that's what we have been seeing. That's what we're about. That's what progress looks like. Now, here's the challenge. We knew, as our church family grows deeper and wider, that we would eventually run out of room in Morristown. Morristown is kind of our Jerusalem. It's been our base of operations for nine years, and our largest campus is maxed out again at prime time. We average around 1,200 people on Sunday, and we have had actually weekends this year where we've had to turn new families away from liquid kids because we've run out of space. This is completely unacceptable. I mean, imagine this. You invite your friend to church, they visit for the first time, and we have to turn their kid away. It's totally unacceptable. So for the last four years, we have been searching for a permanent building in Morris County to serve as our base of operations for all campuses in the next decade to come. We call it our broadcast campus. And the idea is that it will operate like a hub and spoke. Imagine like a bicycle wheel, right? You've got the hub in the middle. That's the broadcast campus. And it supports all the different spokes of our other campuses. So our, our current five and then six as soon as we launch Garwood and then number seven and number eight eventually will give us a chance to scale from eight to 16. And last year, God led us to an incredible facility in Parsippany, New Jersey. It's about 10 minutes up Route 287. Just to orient you, you guys know Route 287 kind of runs north to south, and then it's bisected by Route 80 running west to east. You also have 46, 202, and Route 10. And smack in the middle of those five major intersections is the building that God has provided. It is more than we can ask or imagine. It is a 125,000 square foot warehouse 
located at the crossroads of Route 80 and 287. And construction is now underway. This is about 25% bigger than your typical Walmart, which is like way more than we need. But we can just assume God has bigger plans than we can imagine at this point. We are constructing an auditorium that will double or triple our seating capacity here in Morristown. But most importantly, allow a live broadcast of all of our weekend teaching to all of our campuses. So we're going to take what we do here on Sunday and broadcast it out for the next 20 or 30 years. This will be the Jerusalem hub that helps us reach Judea and Samaria and beyond. Now, this scales up to about 16 campuses across our state, and the new building will include classroom space for discipleship, volunteer and special needs training, studios for online radio video production, as well as central office space for all of our staff across all campuses and volunteers. But most significantly, understand, we're constructing an auditorium that will have the ability to live broadcast weekend teaching, because right now, five of our campuses, they're on a week delay behind, right? But now, at this moment next year, we will all be on the same page. So when we start our freeway campaign, like we're all reading, thinking, praying about the same stuff, next fall, we'll all be able to do that together. So praise God, construction is underway. In fact, on Tuesday, we had to kind of get out our hard hats and hand them out to all of our, uh, our staff because we took them through. I want to give you a little sneak peek of our behind-the-scenes tour we gave the staff. And it was funny because it was a beautiful day, but inside they had just imploded a staircase. And so there was like dust in the air. We had to put like, you know, dust masks on. And we are, got a chance to see like into the future of what the, God is going to do in this place. I mean, we got a sense that like there are going to be thousands of lives, millennials, generations to come, whose lives will be changed in this place. And we did something pretty cool. Our staff was actually able to take markers, and we wrote on the beams and the walls of the building our foundation scriptures. This is Pastor Kyler writing Psalm 127.1. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Lord, be the architect of this building and liquid's vision. You know, guys, it was incredible to walk through that space, and we think about not just, you know, our generation, but the millennials and the generation after that, the lives that will be changed by Christ for generations to come. Now, I know some of you are like, man, I would love to see kind of behind the scenes. Well, guess what? You're invited. I am making an invitation to you right now to mark your calendar because I'm pleased to announce on Saturday, October 1st, we are hitting the pause button on construction and opening the building for one day only so our entire church can come tour the new space. So I want to invite every person at every Liquid campus, come on out. This is kind of an all-church event, and I'm going to be there. Your campus teams will be there, and we will actually walk you through the space so you'll see our broadcast campus under construction before our grand opening in 2017. You're going to get a chance to kind of mix and mingle and meet other people, but you do need to RSVP. I was told, make sure you tell them, Tim. You got to RSVP. Because the tours start at 9 a.m. in the morning. They will run throughout the day every 20 minutes or so. So you got to reserve a spot just so we know to how many people to expect on the hour. Just go to liquidchurch.com slash tour, T-O-U-R, and we'll get you in on this. Now, here's the exciting part. When we acquired this building last fall, we did so through a long-term lease. But we also negotiated a purchase agreement at the same time to buy the property. And this is the exciting new guys. Liquid now, we are in the position and we have plans to buy this building as soon as we get our certificate of occupancy, our CO. So yeah, that's a game changer. This is kind of a history maker, guys. I mean, think about it. Those of you who own your, you own your own home or your townhome or condo or whatever it is, you guys understand this, right? Do you remember buying your first, you know, home? Uh, Colleen and I do. It's New Jersey, right? Everything's expensive. You're like, holy crap. You can't believe it, you know, right? It's like, it's a big of a stretch financially, but then you realize... This is like the smartest long-term investment we can make. Because when you own your own home, you not only gain equity, you actually ensure your kids will have a permanent home to enjoy for decades to come. So this is a legacy play, guys. Parsippany is going to provide the infrastructure, not just for eight campuses, but the next eight after that. If you keep up with the family idea, God has like blessed us with a lot of kids, okay? And we need room to fit all that he has planned for us. So this is about leaving a legacy for our kids and then actually their kids. So would you just be praying this fall with me? Just, you know, be praying as construction continues. Be praying that people will continue to give generously so we can finish this project. We've been working very hard with our architects and contractors, um, and we are on target for a 2017 grand opening. We have been showed tremendous favor by the township. This is what happens, like, when the Holy Spirit's leading the process. 
the mayor of Parsippany, the police chief, the fire chief have all come out for a tour of the building. We're like, they're like, we are so excited to have liquid. I was like, are you sure? And they were like, yeah, we heard what you do in Morristown. I go, what do we do? And they were like, you serve kids with special needs. You are all about the community. And anybody's for our community, we are for their church. And so we've had this incredible friendship. They love our vision of serving with compassion, no strings attached. Now, new building, that's exciting. But I know what some of you are thinking. Some of you are like, oh, no. This is where Liquid jumps the shark. It's going to be all about buildings and capital campaigns. And Tim's going to bring out a giant red thermometer and, like, start, you know, hitting everybody up. That's, a, that's what I hated about church growing up, all right? So let me just be super clear. This building, guys, does not change our fundamental saturation strategy of launching new campuses. That's our vision. In fact, we're intentionally constructing a medium-sized auditorium about 1,200 seats, and it's not a 5,000-seat megadome. Why? Because we want the focus to stay on taking church closer to where people live, people like Sabrina. When we launch new campuses, that's the future of our saturation strategy, and this building is just a tool to support that larger vision. Guys, God chose you and me to live in the tri-state area in 2016, and this is the most spiritually dry region in the country. So when I think about my neighbors and your neighbors, whose eternal future depends on knowing Jesus Christ personally, I have to ask, if not us, who? If not now, when? If we don't reach New Jersey with the gospel, who will? Guys, this is our turn at bat, and every great revival has begun in the Northeast, and I think it's about time for another. Are you with me? Say hoorah if you're with me. Hoorah. Oh, the Marines are here. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. All right, that's campuses. If you look, that's kind of just a, a little bit of kind of framing. But at the heart of this is compassion. And if you look at your progress report, I'll turn your attention to some of the faces from our summer outreach to families and kids with special needs. Uh, if you're new to the state, New Jersey has the highest rate of autism in the nation. And every Sunday, it is our privilege to serve children with a wide variety of special needs, from autism to Asperger's, Down syndrome, ADHD, cerebral palsy. And the word's gotten out. The need has actually exceeded our capacity. And so through your generosity, here's what we were able to do this year. We have hired a full-time special needs inclusion director. And I want to invite Susie Sorridge to join me on stage. Would you welcome Susie? Come on out, Susie. Grateful for you. Um, Susie, very briefly, for those who don't know you, tell us a little bit about our ministry. Because it began out of a very personal family issue. Tell us. Yeah. So my husband and I have three children, and our youngest son, Ethan, uh, was diagnosed with autism when he was three years old and uh, eventually developed epilepsy as well. And so we just wanted to have a place where he could belong and be part of a community and learn who God is and what it means to have a relationship with him. And so we began having conversations with Liquid back then about how could we make that happen for families just like ours. Now, tell us a little bit, because I don't think people like grasp, like, it's kind of blown up in a good way. Our ministry of special needs at all of our campuses has really blown up. Yeah, it's true. Uh, right now, on every campus, we have children in our kids' environments um, who are paired up with a a buddy who is basically one-on-one -on -one support for them to help them really thrive in their environment. And then the other exciting part is that as our kids are growing older, not only are those kids being part of our high school ministry, but other kids have been joining our high school ministry as well with uh, special needs. And so this past spring, we were able to take a number of them on a high school retreat for the first time, which was super exciting to be able to take buddies to support them and help them have an awesome time. And then in February, you'll remember, we also had uh, five Night to Shine proms, which was just awesome, incredible experience. And um, the exciting part was for us to then be able to invite those same guests back to our Summer Family Festival. It was just incredible to have another opportunity so it wasn't just something once a year. We actually hosted that special needs festival at our new building in Parsippany because we serve our ways into the community. This is a quick highlight of what some of you did on that Saturday. Check it out.
Again, whenever we go into a new city or town, our heart is to serve with compassion, no strings attached. Now, it's overwhelming to me when I hear about the numbers of special needs families. Tell us just about one who's been impacted. So it was really cool, like I said, to be able to invite those guests from Night to Shine back. And so this uh, young man, Tyler, is 16 years old, and he has cerebral palsy, has a lot to say, but has trouble finding um, typical teenage experiences to be a part of. And so this was super fun to be able to have him back because he made such a connection with his buddy at Night to Shine. He was so excited to come back and see her um, at the family festival. So that was just awesome. If you look at the bottom in your progress report, under compassion, the very bottom, Susie and her team put a little bit of about the new opportunity we have, what you guys are calling Parents' Night Out. It's a respite night. What is, what is respite? Explain that to yeah. us. Yeah, so respite is just a, a brief time of rest. And so we wanted to give parents um, a time once a month that they could count on to be able to drop their children off to us, their child with special needs and their siblings, and go out. Here they are, they're peeling out of here. They're like, we're gone. We'll see ya. <laughs> and so that's really, so if they want to, you know, run errands, they want to go on a date, they need to catch up on sleep, we want that to be able to happen for them. And we set up various activity stations for their kids to rotate around to. But the really cool thing is that it's not just for the child with special needs, it's also for their siblings. So we provide that one-on-one -on -one attention for the siblings as well because we recognize that they also need that little bit of a break. Now, this is interesting. This is a family who actually just moved here from Florida, and it had a pretty big impact just to have a night of respite for three and a half hours where the kids were being loved on and they could connect as a married couple. Tell us yeah. So the Smith family, um, the parents were super excited about this opportunity. Their older two children weren't necessarily as excited, um, mostly because they didn't know anyone that was here. And so it became our mission that night to make sure that they had the best time. And they were paired up with someone, and they played video games, board games, jumped on trampolines, did all kinds of crazy things. And they actually didn't want to leave when their parents came back. But it was really Thank God their parents the really cool thing was that at the end of the night, the parents look completely different after that three and a half hours. It, there's a physical difference, and it's amazing to, to watch and be a part of. Um, but the Smiths came back and they said, "So where's your donation jar?" And uh, we said, "There isn't a donation jar. This is our gift to you." And that's only possible because of the generosity of you. It's just amazing for me to be able to experience that, to give that to the parents, that we wouldn't be able to do this without you in the way that God is working in our community. Guys, this is so powerful because, you know, when I look at the things that you say, well, you know, where do you see, like, the Holy Spirit moving? This, to me, is like, has his fingerprints all over it. We didn't have a special needs ministry four years ago, but kind of as God has caught our heart through Susie's heart, the Spirit has just kind of breathed on this thing. It's exploded. It has grown organically, honestly, beyond our dreams. And the reason I think is because when the church's heart starts beating like the Father's heart, right? God has a, has a heart of a Father. And we begin championing those who don't have a voice, those who are most vulnerable. I think God just blesses that. I think it, it's been caught us, and really it's come out of Susie's personal, you know, family situation. They say the best ministry is born out of personal pain. So can we thank Susie and her team? They are incredible. We thank God for using you, Susie. Just amazing to me. Guys, Liquid's long-range goal is to become a leading church in the Northeast for ministry to families with special needs. So if you come to the open house on October 1st in Parsippany, you're going to see that reflected in the design of our broadcast campus, which includes a special needs gym. Now, this special gym will be outfitted with multi-sensory and kinetic equipment specially designed to help with therapy for kids. If you have a family member with special needs, you guys know, out in the real world, like there are actually gyms like this. Do you know how much they charge? Over $100 an hour for families to use. The gym in Parsippany will be totally free. Not only on Sunday, but we have plans to actually open it up during the week for the community to use free of charge. That is the heart of this church. We want our building to be a blessing to the community, even to those who don't even go to our church. Our, our calling card, guys, is compassion, no strings attached. We just attack people the love of Jesus. And so our vision is so much more than building, you know, our little church. We want to build the kingdom outside these walls all across our state. Amen? Can, can you see the vision? Campuses from 4 to 8 to 16, by God's grace, served by a central broadcast campus. 
Compassion, expanding our special needs ministry and serving one million meals to our homeless friends and neighbors in need. You can read up on that tonight. And then finally, clean water. This is the third and final piece of our saturate vision. It's very close to my heart because Jesus said, hey, what started in Jerusalem will ripple out to Judea and Samaria and eventually to the ends of the earth. And that's where some of you are traveling in just a few weeks as our first clean water team hops aboard a plane in Newark, New Jersey and flies to Kigali, Rwanda in October. Did you know we have actually now sent over 300 liquidites literally to the ends of the earth, to countries like Haiti and Nicaragua, Malawi and El Salvador. But through Saturate, we've expanded our clean water efforts to the heart of Africa. Last summer, my wife Colleen and I traveled to Rwanda. It, it's, it's the most beautiful country we've ever been to and the most beautiful people we've ever experienced. Rwanda is actually a miracle country. You may know they are still healing from the genocide in 1994 that killed one million people in 100 days. And we were not prepared for what we experienced on the ground. I thought we were going to find a country in tatters, but guess what? The Christian church is exploding because only Christianity has the message of radical grace that we forgive our enemies. And it was amazing. The leaders there, they said, Tim, it's only faith in Christ that can heal a nation torn apart by genocide and bring true healing. Now, they got a ways to go. Over 30% of the country still lacks access to clean water, and children routinely get sick from malaria, cholera, typhoid, dysentery. But Rwanda has an ambitious goal. As a country, they have said they want to become the first nation in the history of Africa with 100% saturation, access to clean drinking water. You may remember, I met a little girl named Margarita. She's 12 years old. She's the same age as my son. That's where we met her, drawing dirty water from a contaminated pond. And through our translator, I asked, could I walk with her back to her father's farm? And that's when we saw the power of a cup of clean water offered in Jesus' name. So this is a traditional water source in the village of Gasharu in the Ruhanga district of Rwanda. And as you can see, she's filling up her jerry can. In America, when we want a glass of water, we turn on the tap, it comes right out. But here in Gasharu, this is what they drink. Margarita is making a head wrap out of her scarf, and that's to cushion the weight of the jerry can on her head. The jerry can carries about five gallons of water. That's 40 pounds to you and me, and it is heavy. But every day, Margarita makes the walk for clean water. Every day in Rwanda, children walk miles, some of them three and four hours to fetch water, dirty water for their families that they know will make their family sick, but they have no other choice. This is Margarita, and she's walking all the way from the traditional water source down the hill, up the hill in this land of a thousand hills. But we are gonna saturate this country by God's grace. Our goal is to give girls like Margarita water for life in Jesus' name. Africa, it may shock you to learn that women and children spend 40 billion hours a year carrying dirty water in jerry cans like these. But this is a ticking time bomb because the dirty water inside will kill more children every year than all wars and terrorism globally combined. The exciting news is that because of your generosity, guys, we were able to fund a new clean water well in Margarita's village so that she has water for life in Jesus' name as well as the rest of her neighbors. And not only that, I, because of your generosity, we were able to purchase a brand new drill rig and give it as a gift to the people of Rwanda. Living Water International, our partners on the ground. I wanna thank you guys for that. This is incredible. You guys know we were praying about this. This is a big stretch for our church. A new drill rig, it cost us $250,000.
And some of you are like, wait, there, there's, I thought we got one drill rig. We got two. We had a coupon. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. One is a drill. The other is the compressor for it. But they were going to be able to reach the remote villages in some of the districts that are, that are harder. But you got to understand, guys, we're like, this is the best investment we can make. Because serving people, the poorest of the poor on this planet, with water and the word together, it is core to the mission of Liquid Church. I'm so excited for you to see our new rig in action. So today we actually have a special guest from Rwanda named Moses, who wanted to thank each of you for your generosity. Moses wanted to show you your drill rig in action and a community celebrating their new clean water well. Liquid Church, hello from Rwanda. Thank you for providing our new drill rig. With this rig, we'll be able to provide clean water to communities throughout Rwanda, which means more people will have access to clean water. That is life-changing for local families. Clean water has ripple effect, which means people become healthier and children are more likely to have an education. It improves livelihoods and transforms communities. Thank you for caring for the people of Rwanda. Together, we can saturate Rwanda. cool i love that man i love seeing that's part of god's family on the ends of the earth across the globe we are proud to partner with living water international and in fact we have two guests today zach and jody flew all the way from houston texas would you thank them would you wave to everybody we praise god for your partnership today we love being with you guys in the fight against dirty water and so saturate we have funded as a church now we are committing to a brand new WASH program. So WASH, W-A-S-H, that's Water Access, Sanitation, and Hygiene. So it is a holistic, comprehensive program like the one we just completed in Nicaragua. And we are committing $500,000 over the next five years to bless our brothers and sisters in Africa. So we are in this fight with you for the long haul. And guys, I can't thank you, I, I can't thank you enough for your generosity on behalf of the poorest of the poor. You know, I stand here today, like we, the church started nine years ago, and you have now funded 70 wells as a church. That is over 30,000 people who have clean drinking water. All told, as a church, we have been humbled to donate $2.2 million to the poorest of the poor for clean water. I am blown away by your generosity. Thank you. Thank you from my heart. You know, one of the reasons God blesses us, I think, is like when you champion the poor, that's the Father's heart. When you say, we're going to pour ourselves out on behalf of those who have nothing, God says, now I can trust you. Now I'm going to bless you. And that's what we've been privileged to do. Again, if you're new, I'm just telling you, you're sitting next to some of the most generous people on the planet. Families have sacrificed to make this happen. We're not a rich church. We've had, we've had people donate stock. We've had families delay vacation plans so they could give. We even had a 10-year-old boy donate his birthday money. He got $38 for his birthday, and he wrote a note. He said, Pastor Tim, I want this to be given to Margarita so she'll have clean water. Guys, our vision is big. It's bigger than our local church. We see a day when every child on the planet has access to clean drinking water, and I'm like, by God's grace, we're going to make history in our lifetime. Amen? Campuses, compassion, clean water. Can you see all that God is calling us to in the years to come? The love of Christ rippling out from our city to our, to our counties and new countries to the ends of the earth. Which brings us to our final C, cost, <laughs> right? As I said, to fulfill the saturate vision, we are asking God to provide $8 million above and beyond our normal giving over the next two years. We started that last fall. We're at the halfway point, one-year mark. And we need every liquid family to continue to step out in faith and sacrifice. And guys, here's the deal. Just like kind of huddle up. We're like at a pivotal point of this campaign. It's like the ball's on the 50-yard line. We are at halftime, and we need a strong second half. We want to take the ball across the goal line. 
We have received now $4 million at the halfway point. That's incredible. But I don't want to fall short, guys. I want to reach that goal line. And if we all step up and actually participate today together, we can totally do this. We've had 7.9 million pledged. Like, we're this close. And so I want to close by heart to heart asking you to participate in one of three different ways. If you look at the back of your progress report, it says how to give. And as your pastor, I want to I ask you to pray about doing one of three things. Maybe the first is participating in Saturate. Perhaps you're new to Liquid. Guess what? This one-year anniversary is like the perfect time to join the rest of our church family and participate. Again, we're asking for gifts that are above and beyond your kind of normal weekly tithe or offering. And if you're new to Liquid, you haven't given a Saturate yet, you can make a huge difference. You can help us get across the goal line. In fact, since last September, we have had over 1,000 new people visit all of our campuses. New people. That's incredible. So if you're new to Liquid, we would love to have you involved. If that's you, your next step, just visit liquidchurch.com participate. In fact, you don't even have to do that. We made this super simple. Notice we put a card in your bulletin. It says, my response. Can you just take that out? Again, wave yourself with it for a second. If you look on the back, it says, yes, send me information about taking my next step to support the Saturate vision. You're not committing to anything, you're just asking for more information. So if you take your pen and click it, and simply fill out your name and your email, I will email you this afternoon a link of how you can participate. Or maybe God's talking to you, and this would be a blessing to us, if you would accelerate your giving. Maybe last fall you pledged, and I would like to ask you if you would consider completing your pledge this fall. We really need a strong fall financially to accomplish everything that God is calling us to, and I think you guys understand the math. The more money you have up front, the more quickly we can complete these mission-critical goals. The longer it takes to come in, the longer our projects will take to complete. So if you're here today and you're like, yeah, you know what, I've been blessed, and I could complete my pledge this fall, please do. It will make a huge difference, especially during construction, as we purchase our new building. Remember, it's not about the building. It's about compassion and building people up in the love of Christ. Compassion is the heart of what we do. Guys, we got to finish 2016 in a very strong financial position. So if you're here today and you're like, yeah, Tim, that wouldn't be a big deal for our family to complete our pledge, please do that. It'll bless our entire church. And then lastly, I want to ask some of you to consider the third option. That is elevate your giving. Maybe last year you, you, know, you wanted to give more, but things were tight financially and you couldn't, but... This fall, praise God, you're like, I'm in a different position. God's blessed you. Would you pray about elevating your giving to saturate? Or maybe you're like, you know what, Tim? I did have a guy say this to me after the last service. He goes, he goes um, I completed our pledge like the minute we did this because it wasn't a big stretch for us, honestly. He said, but today I feel like God is calling on us. We're blessed to be a blessing. And so their family's going to make a second gift because he goes, we want to help the ball get across the goal line. As I said, we're sitting on the 50-yard line, $4 million. Our goal is eight, so we're like halfway there. And I know some of you have the capacity to be the difference makers. So every generous gift matters. doesn't matter the size, $100, $1,000, $10,000, $100,000. To be honest, okay, nothing would please me more if we blew past Saturate and made it Satcher 9, okay, or Satcher 10 <laughs> to complete these missions. But you got to understand, guys, we're not desperate. I'm not freaking out. I have like... 110% confidence in this. You know why? Because whenever God gives the vision, he also gives something else, provision. And if we've learned anything over the last nine years, God's given us his vision, and the provision will come from his hand. Amen? Through his people. Guys, over the last decade, we've just seen the Holy Spirit do more than we can ask or imagine. None of this is explainable by man's strength. And it's not because we're young or innovative or anything like that. But you guys have had the guts to step out in faith and follow the Holy Spirit. So I want to ask right now everybody here to complete this card. We're actually praying for 100% participation at all of our campuses today. Just let us know your plans for this fall. If you're new to Liquid and you're like, we would love to participate. We love the vision. We're part of this church. Please do. If you're like, elevate, tell us about that. We'll just send you more information today. We'll email that to you. But you can leave your name, email, click the box there, and then I'll send you an email this afternoon. And in 60 seconds, we're going to receive today's offering, and you can drop that in the offering when the uh, popcorn buckets come around. Let me leave you with two words. Probably the 
probably the most important two words I could possibly say to you. Thank you. Thank you for your generosity. I want to thank each of you for sacrificing to make this church the special place it is. I never imagined I'd be part of something like this. Like, like, I love being your pastor. This is like my dream job. (laughs) And I love being your pastor. Colleen and I love you guys. And there are signs of momentum over the place. And I'm like, buckle up because the best is yet to come. Amen? I'm going to call our ushers forward at all of our campuses to receive today's offering. So as you fill that out, drop it in the bucket along with your weekly offering tithe. And thank you guys for all that you're doing to saturate the state with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let's bow our heads together and dedicate this to the Lord. Father, we are um, we're in awe of your plans. God, we just admit right now, we are along for the ride. God, it is your Holy Spirit doing what you promised would happen when Jesus is lifted up. You will draw all men to your Son, and the good news will ripple out around the world. And God, we want to see the kingdom come on earth like it is in heaven. So Father God, thank you. Thank you for the privilege of partnering with you in the way that you're working through congregations and people on the other side of the world. Thank you for special needs, God, just placing that before us and giving us the privilege to be a voice for those who who don't have a voice. God, we commit everything that is going to happen over the next 12 months to you. None of it can happen without the Holy Spirit. So Father, we just turn our eyes right now towards Jesus. We ask that it would be done in the strength of the Holy Spirit and for the glory of Jesus Christ, our Savior. It's all about you, and we're along for the ride. So bless these gifts now, Father. Work in the hearts of your people. Do more than we can ask or imagine. We love you and we trust you. And everybody said together, amen. Thanks for listening to Liquid Church Media. If you were inspired or challenged by today's message, we hope you'll tell a friend. For more content, log on to liquidchurch.com or visit one of our campuses in the New Jersey metro area. Liquidchurch.com, where truth is relevant and grace wins.